A physical helmet may protect your head from injury, but the helmet of salvation will protect your mind from attacks of evil. Welcome to this episode, which is Know Your Weapon, Part 5. We have looked at the various weapons of the Christian, as the scripture teaches us, and we have used the core text in the scripture from Ephesians chapter 6 to address various weapons that the Lord has given to you and to me. And so let's go back to our core text, which is Ephesians chapter 6, verses 11 to 17, and I read. He says, Put on the whole armor of God, that ye may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of God, that ye may be able to withstand in the evil day, and having done all, to stand. Stand therefore, having your loins get about with truth, and having on the breastplate of righteousness, and your feet shot with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Above all, taking the shield of faith, wherewith ye shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked. And in the verse number 17, the writer says, And take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God. We have looked at all the various uh, weapons, and so I wouldn't want to belabor the point, and rather encourage you to refer to the previous episodes in this Know Your Weapon series, so that you can acquaint yourselves with the various uh, other weapons. But in today's episode, my attention is drawn to the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, as the scripture teaches. It says, and take, and take. Now, you as a Christian is, you know, you are a, a warrior. And so the weapons given to you, you've got to take them. No one goes into the battleground as a soldier without their weapons. If you went into battle without your weapons of both offense and defense, then you were going to be toast for your enemy, for your opponent. And so scripture encourages you and I to enter into the spiritual battle that we are involved in as Christians with important weapons. And so he says to us to take, you've got to take it. It is an imperative. It is something you've got to do as a Christian. You cannot walk through your Christian journey without taking the weapons that Jesus has made available to you. You've got to take those weapons. You cannot be a passive Christian anymore. You've got to understand that your Christian journey is an active one. You cannot say, I've given my life to Jesus and that is it. It all ends there. No, it doesn't. It is a journey. You and I are pilgrims in this life, walking through. And so for every opportunity God has given to you and for me, we've got to redeem the time, as the scripture says. And in so doing, you've got to understand that you've got an enemy, the devil who is after you. And the devil doesn't want you to fulfill your journey. The devil doesn't want you to achieve your dreams. 
The devil doesn't want you to get to where God has placed in store for you. And so he says, so God says to you, you've got to take, take, take your weaponry. Take the arsenal that he's given to you. Take the weapons and make sure you move forward. And so in this verse, in the verse 17, what are we to take as an imperative? It is the helmet of salvation. Now, I started this episode by saying that physical, you know, helmet, which normally you would, uh, uh, you might have come across, which the construction workers, for example, might wear on their head. The idea is to protect the head from, you know, possible falling objects and so on. Now, that may protect the head. However, it does not have the capacity to protect the mind. Now, what goes on in the mind is a totally different matter altogether. In fact, the helmet of salvation is able to protect the very thing happening inside your spirit, inside your soul, inside your mind. And you've got to remember, it is not a physical helmet you take up as a Christian. It is called the helmet of salvation. It protects your mind. It protects you from the onslaught of the devil's activities against your mind so that your soul can be preserved. Now, you've got to understand that the Christian, according to what the scripture teaches us, we are not just, you know, a, a collection of chemicals in a physical body, as some scientists might want us to believe. Actually, we do know, as the scripture teaches us, that man, the human, is a triune entity. Now, what that means is that you are a spirit, you have a soul, and you live in a body. And so what that means is the physical body you see is just your, your physical house. What is housing you, it allows you to interact with the physical world. It's got a sense of hearing, the sense of touch, the sense of smell, and so on and so forth. So you can interact with the physical world. With your mind, and you interact the intellectual world. But with your spirit, you interact with the spiritual world. And so in taking up the helmet of salvation, you've got to know you are going beyond your physical interaction. You are going to the realm of the soul where you've got to protect against the onslaught of the devil against you. If you ever found yourself doubting God's word to you, it is to tell you that your mind is under attack from the devil. If you ever found yourself doubting God's promises to you, it is to let you know that you are beginning to succumb to the attacks of evil against your mind. It is a spirit speaking doubt into your spiritual ears to make you doubt God's word regarding your future, God's word regarding your healing, God's word regarding your prosperity, God's word regarding all that concerns you. And so how do we ensure that we are protected from such onslaught of the devil? Scripture teaches us to take up the helmet of salvation. Now, this helmet protects your mind. The Bible says that, you know, set your mind on things above, not on earthly things. You see that in the book of Colossians chapter 3 and the verse number 2. And so our minds must be set on things above. Our minds must be set on the Lord. He is our salvation. He is your salvation. You've got to believe in your mind that you are saved. You've got to believe in your mind that Jesus has done his work on the cross of Calvary for you. You've got to believe in your mind and let it be settled deep within you that indeed 
you are a child of God saved by his finished work on the cross of Calvary for you and for me. Now, what is that important? It is important because what goes on in your mind has the capacity to seep into your heart. Let me repeat that statement. What goes on in your mind has the capacity to slowly seep into your heart. And so you've got to guard that first point of entry, your mind, which is almost like the spiritual battleground for the enemy to ensure that your mind doesn't receive God's word, let alone translate that into your heart. And so we have to protect our minds from satanic attacks against us. So you've got to take the helmet of salvation. The helmet of salvation ensures and makes you walk in faith, knowing that you are safe. You are safe in Christ. You are safe in him. You are at peace with God. Why? Because scripture tells us so. When you've given your life to Jesus, we who were once alienated have been brought near by the blood of Christ Jesus our Lord. And so God has reconciled us unto himself. That reconciliation means that you are now his child and you have to settle this in your mind, knowing that you are a child of God. Your helmet of salvation, do not let it go. I love it when the scripture says in the book of Isaiah, chapter 26 and the verse number 3, it says, you will keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on you because he trusts in you. God will keep you in perfect peace, ladies and gentlemen, if your mind is stayed on him because you trust in him. You've got to trust in him and your mind has got to believe this that he will keep you in perfect peace. If you believe this, you will protect your mind from all kinds of activities that disrupt your attention into doing what you don't want to do. If you believe this, your mind will be sealed and protected from all kinds of ideas that move you to do things that you don't want to do. And so the mind of the Christian is something you've got to guard by the word of God. And God will keep you in perfect peace in your mind. That is what the scripture says in Romans chapter 12 and the verse number 2. That do not conform to the pattern of this world. Rather, it says we should be transformed. How are we to be transformed? He gives an answer in the word. He says by the renewing of your mind. By the renewing of your mind. And so by taking up God's word into your mind, you allow God's word to wash your mind. You allow God's word to cleanse your mind. You allow God's word to purify your mind so that you can now begin to walk in liberty and not in confusion of your mind. The mind is a very important, you know, uh, uh, thing for for the human. It is so crucial that science continues to research what goes on in the mind. It, it, it is so important for us. That is why we talk about mental health as an example, because the, the, the health of the mind is perhaps even more important, if you like, than anything else you can think about. Because if your mind is sound, you are able to navigate this world very soundly. And that is why I want to encourage you as a child of God to take your mind seriously to take your mental health seriously. And by saying that, I am referring to the mental health that you obtain by taking in the word of God. The mental health that comes by absorbing the word of Christ. 
the mental health that is established in you by really taking on God's word and taking on the helmet of salvation, it seals your mind from all kinds of attacks of the devil. I pray God today as you listen to this podcast that your mind may be at peace. If you are listening to me now and you have a struggle with your mind and you have a struggle with your health, with your mental health, I want to assure you in the name of Jesus Christ, the Son of the Most High, receive peace in your mind right now. Take God's word. Take his promises that bring comfort to your soul. Take God's word. Believe in his word regarding your your mind. Believe in his word regarding your life. Believe that he has saved you and that you are secure in him. That should liberate you from all kinds of fears. That should liberate you from all kinds of anxieties. And that should set you free from all kinds of worries in this life. By the way, we are not able to count the very hairs on our head, as scripture teaches us. And so why worry about your life? The Bible says, a sparrow in the sky, which no one really takes, you know, takes into account. None of them fall to the ground without the knowledge of the Heavenly Father who made all things. A hair on your head does not fall down to the ground without the knowledge of God who made your hair upon your head. So why worry about other things happening in your life? Your worry doesn't solve any situation. Allow God to take charge. Let go and let God. Let him come in. Let your mind receive his word. Let your mind be at ease. Let your mind be at peace. Renew your mind. The helmet of salvation, take it up and know that you are safe. It is also what Paul refers to as the hope. The hope of salvation. Now, what that means is that the helmet of salvation is also about your future. It's about the hope that you and I have in Christ. It talks about you and I one day taking on that glorified body. It is about the hope that we have in Jesus Christ our Lord. So that any situation we are going through now, any suffering we are going through now for the sake of Christ, it all pales in comparison to the glory that you and I shall have in the future. And so let hope, let hope of the future be something that you hold on to according to his word. Do not lose your hope in Christ Jesus our Lord. Again, take that helmet of salvation. The helmets of salvation will keep you secure. It will keep you safe from all the attacks and all the kind of thoughts that want to destroy your life. The helmet of salvation will keep you safe in your mind. Take that helmet of salvation today. You are safe in his hands. You are secure in his arms. He says in his word that you are the apple of his eye. And he says that, that, that you, know, you, you are right there in his very arms. If you are in his arms and you are the apple of his eye, who can pluck you out of the hands of your heavenly father? No one, no condition, no disease, no sickness, no situation can drive you out of his hand. You are more than a conqueror. That is what he says in his word to you. Believe this and let your mind be at ease. Believe this. Take that helmet of salvation. It is your weapon, remember. It is your weapon because if the enemy can get through to your mind, if he can sow doubt in your mind, if he can make you not believe in God's promises regarding your future, if he can make you doubt God's word in your life, then he has gotten you. Then he can manipulate you and bring destruction 
into your life. Believe God's word. Child of God listening to this episode today, if you are listening for the very first time, you may be here because God wants you to hear these words so that your mind can be at ease, knowing that God has got your back. God has got your back. Believe this. Take that helmet of salvation. You are saved. The one other one that we see in the scripture, in the same verse number 17, the writer, Apostle Paul, says, and the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. Now, we have talked about the Word of God, the power in the Word, in one of the episodes, and I would encourage you to take that episode uh, to refresh your memory. But there is something here in this particular weapon which I want to draw your attention to. It is the idea that God's Word is a sword. It is the idea that God's word is like a sword in your hands. And if you don't use the sword, then you, you, know, you are unable to you know, have any weapon of offense. That is the only weapon of offense that Paul mentions that uh, the believer who is taking up the armor of God must carry. And so your weapon of offense that you have to take is the word of God over here. And so what does that mean? It means God's word has got to be in your hand. God's word has got to be something you carry day in and day out. God's word has got to be something you take seriously in your life. Now, it will interest you to see how that he clamped the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit together. Because they go hand in hand. You cannot have a peaceful mind. You cannot have a mind that is protected from the devil without the word of God, without the sword of the spirit. And so you need the sword of the spirit coupled with the helmet of salvation to be able to have peace of mind and then to deploy against any doubt that comes your way. Now, the sword of the Spirit also means that when you are encountering any challenge in your life right now, take the sword of the Spirit regarding that challenge, regarding that situation, and speak that word over that challenge. Speak the words of healing in God's word over your body to receive healing. Speak the word of comfort over your situation to receive comfort. Speak the word of faith over any doubt in your life so you can receive faith. God's word is a sword that cuts asunder soul and spirit and joint and marrow and is a discerner of the intents of the heart according to Hebrews chapter 4 and the verse number 12. Once again, take the sword of the spirit. It is the word of God. Finally, the word of God over there used in the English the Greek translation, that word, actually is rhema, not logos. So you are likely to come across these two words in the Bible, in the Greek. Logos, which is the written word of God, and rhema, which is the spoken word of God. And in this portion of scripture, the sort of the spirit, which is the word of God, it is in reference to rhema, that Greek word, which is the spoken word of God. In other words, it is God's word spoken directly to you in a particular context, in a particular situation. What that means is that if you haven't got fellowship with God, you cannot expect to hear directly from him. If you haven't got fellowship with God, you cannot expect him to speak into your particular situation. If you don't have a fellowship with God and you don't fellowship with his logos, with his written word, you cannot have a rhema, his spoken word, to you. And so, child of God listening today, as I conclude in this episode, if you don't know Jesus, if you don't have any fellowship with him, if you don't have a relationship with Christ, then you cannot expect to carry any of the weapons that he's made available to you to have victory in this life. 
to have a relationship with God, he has given you the opportunity by offering his son Jesus through whom you can come and have a relationship with, Christ, with, with, with the Lord. He is the way, the truth, and the life. He says, no one comes to the Father except by me. These are the words of Christ. And I present that to you today to make a relationship with him. If you want to do so, please pray this prayer after me. Dear Lord, I recognize I am a sinner. I cannot save myself. Please forgive me my sin. I repent from all my ways. From today, I declare you are my Lord. I believe you sent Jesus to die on the cross for me. And I believe on the third day, you raised him up from the dead. So that when I trust in him, I also can rise into newness of life. From today, I declare Jesus as Lord over my life. I turn away from my old ways and I do not belong to the world anymore. I belong to you. Make me yours. Thank you, Father, for saving me. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. If you've prayed a prayer very sincerely, you are now a Christian, I want to help you in your Christian journey. Get in touch with us on Instagram at lsi underscore uk and also visit us on our website uklsi.org and get in touch with us and I'm happy to be of support to you. The Lord bless and keep you. Please share this podcast. I will see you again in the next episode. Goodbye.